Welcome to Player Pass, your weekly Xbox Game Pass podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Fouché, and along with me is my co-host, Justin Summers. We're here to let you know what games you should be playing on Game Pass this week. This is episode 26. How you doing this week, Tank? Oh man, doing good. Looking forward to a, another week, another episode. Um, I think it's gonna be a good one. You've got a, a game breakdown for us, a game review. Uh, so I'm looking forward to looking forward to hearing about that because we don't. I don't know much about that one myself. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, just ready to get into it. So yeah, you know we we um, talk a good bit about indie games on here. So that's what we're talking about today. And it's a game called Supraland. Not exactly sure how to pronounce that one because. It's almost like Superland, but it's not spelled exactly like that. But that's the game we're going to be talking about. But before we get into that, there's a little bit of news this week, so we'll jump right into that. And like always, uh, it seems like every other week, we the Xbox releases the games that are going to come to Game Pass. So you want to um, go through some of those, Tank? Yeah, so some of the some of the the ones we have coming on July 8th, we have. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is coming to cloud. Um, that'll be there on July 8th. Um, I know you, you've really enjoyed your time with that one, so all the new cloud gamers will get to get to try that out now. Um, Tropico 6 is coming to cloud console and PC on July 8th. And then the last one for July 8th is UFC 4, and that'll be for console only uh, on EA Play. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I haven't played UFC 4 yet, so I'm looking forward to getting in and trying that one out myself. Yeah, I figured you'd be pretty excited about that one. And then with those other two, I'm excited to, you know, just be able to continue my save on Dragon Coast Builders 2 when I'm yeah. not around my Xbox. And then Tropico 6, um, it's like one of those, like, a city building sim. I've never gotten into those. They, like, they're always, like, at a distance intrigue me, but it's I can't really jump into them. So, I don't know. Maybe that's one, the one that'll finally hook me. And then... um. And then we move on to July the 15th, and that's three more games coming out. And the first one is Blood Roots. I'd never heard of this one, but um, I just looked at a little bit of gameplay from it, and it's like you're this one guy that you kill everybody in one hit, but you also get killed in one hit. So it's like going through these little sections of gameplay where you're just uh, trying to learn the, the level and get good so that you can just get through that section of the game and move on to the next. It looked like it could be pretty fun. And then um, there's Farming Simulator 19. This is... Um, uh, you've played one of these games, Tank. Tell... Um, what do you think about those? I played uh, this... I played 19 um, a good bit. It was the first Farming Simulator that I really got into. And I, I got hooked on it for a while. It's one of those that um, you just kind of get sucked in once you start once you start playing. If you're into games like this, you know, simulator games of any type, once you kind of start playing them and building your farm and doing growing and getting better at it, you just kind of get sucked into it. So it was one that I played a good bit um, back in the day. I, I don't play it. I hadn't played it as much, you know, the past year or so. But when it when I first got Farming Simulator, I dumped quite a good many hours into it. I had some buddies that uh, played with, and we'd, we'd get our farm. And it's just, it's just relaxing, something you can jump into and, not have any stress about you just going plowing fields and harvesting crops. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you, uh, if you never, if you never played a farming simulator or any type of simulator game, I suggest jumping into that one, giving it a try just to see, do you know, if you have some downtime, you look for something non-stressful to play. That's a, that's a great choice in my opinion. Well, nice. I'm, that might be one I might jump in um, with you again. If, uh, if we decide to do that, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's nothing fast paced and crazy, but it's, it's a lot of fun. 
And then the last game is the medium. And this is one that's already... This is interesting to me because this one's only available on the series consoles, but it's coming to cloud. And so, I don't know. That's that's pretty impressive to me that they can get a game that you can't run on the old Xbox, um, the Xbox One, and then but you will be able to play it on cloud. So, and that also opens it up to everybody that isn't, hasn't been able to get the series X yet. Yeah, yeah. No, that that is. I was thinking when I saw it, I was thinking that this was the one that was you know a Series X exclusive. Um, or a series exclusive. Um, so I was wondering how that was gonna, how that was gonna work. But that that is that is pretty sweet that they were able to to bring that to cloud. That way, you know, if you if you don't have something available, you can jump in there and try it out on on cloud. Yeah, and then um, so oh, there's uh there's a few more things, just some like DLC, but nothing like really jumps out at me real big about the DLC. Is some stuff we've already mentioned before. And then, um, but mainly, I guess the thing that I want to mention most out of this is that there are some games leaving, just like uh, every time we announce games, there's also ones that are leaving. And so on the 14th, we're going to lose EA Sports UFC, the first one, and number two. So that's not a big deal since UFC 4, you, yeah, UFC 4 is coming out, but um. On the 15th, we lose three more games, two of them on the PC. That's Endless Space 2 and Downwell. And then the last one that's coming off is CrossCode, and that one's on Cloud Console and PC. This one I'm a little disappointed to see go because I, I put maybe like six or seven hours into that game, and I was I was enjoying it and just got distracted by other games. And it's a really good, really good indie game that's like an old kind of a 16-bit reminds me of like some Super Nintendo games and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just hate that. Uh, I'm not going to have enough time to finish that one before it. Um, that's that's a game you can plug uh, like 50, 60 hours into. I'm not far enough in it to finish it in these next two weeks. Or not even two weeks. It's like 10 days. Yeah, so it's not. It's, it's July is moving along fast. So July 8th and July 15th will be here before we know it, so. So yeah, it if you do like um if you do want one of those games, don't uh forget the twenty percent off that you can get. And it's it is ten percent off on the EA play games, but um those those when they leave they never seem to bother me too bad because they're usually replaced by the newest version. Um and then we'll move on to this is not really so much news, it was just something I found that was a little funny. But um, if anybody remembers the old uh, I Swear song, the 90s R&B song, for whatever reason, I could not tell you why, but Xbox has done a remix of that song and made it all about Xbox. Um, Xbox All Access, to be specific. So I watched <laughs> the video, and it was just it was kind of funny. I don't know why they would do this, but they yeah. did it. You sent me the link. I actually haven't watched it yet, so I'll have to go watch that after after we record here. But yeah, it is so random that they just randomly put that out uh, in the last <laughs> today. Yeah, it, it's um, it's it's the in the video it has like this woman playing her uh, her original OG Xbox One, and then she's like upgrading to an Xbox Series S through All Access, and uh, it's just weird. I don't know why that would pop in their heads and be like, this is what we got to do. But they did it. And 
I, I thought it was funny. I showed it to my wife and the whole time. It's like a two minute video. She had this most puzzled look on her face. Like, why would anybody do this? Yeah. But, so that's there for your entertainment. If you want to go search for that. But yeah, that's the, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge news news week for Xbox and Xbox game pass. Uh, this week, but uh, I'm ready to get into uh, your game breakdown, Fuchsia. So kind of start off and tell us tell us about Superland a little bit. Yeah, um, well, before we jump into that, um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the cloud gaming since it's been added to iPhones and stuff. And so I kind of feel like a dummy since last week I said I didn't have any controllers that had Bluetooth capabilities to be able to play with my controller, but dummy me didn't realize that I have three controllers already that actually have Bluetooth in them. And so I just didn't know that uh, the Xbox controllers came with Bluetooth. So there's at least um, some of the ones I have. So I was able to connect that and I played uh, that opens up a ton more games for me since I only thought I could play the touch controls uh, games. But since I know that I have the controller now, I won't even use the touch control um, abilities unless I'm like just in a bind or something without a controller. But yeah, I played some more of those and uh, with uh, the controller, I saw there was a little bit of a lag to it. So like I was playing Banjo-Kazooie and that did make it tough for like a platformer. Having a little bit of lag is yeah. not good, but it seemed to get better with time. And so that'll be something I'll do more and more. And I'm excited to be able to if I go somewhere and not be at home and have my Xbox with me, I can just boot that up and play a game. And it really like the load times seem like they're better than my Xbox one because any game I booted up on my original Xbox one, it took like a minute to start playing. And with the cloud, it seems like it's about 30 seconds or so, maybe less depending on the game. So I'm used to the series X being just instant, but if I hadn't been used to that, I would have been like, man, this is super fast. Because it, it really is pretty fast. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying playing that. And I'll, uh, I'll keep keep updating on that. And hopefully you'll be able to try that out too. Yeah, I had I had no idea that the uh, the Xbox controllers had Bluetooth either. Like, I, When you told me that today, I went and grabbed my controller and tried it out. And then, you know, it connected instantly to my phone. So... Uh, that's a game changer for me as far as cloud gaming because I've, I mean, I've never been a huge fan of touch controls. Even though the touch controls that game, the Game Pass and, and Xbox have put in, are actually really good. I mean, they're some of the best touch controls as far as gaming goes uh, that I've seen on games. But it's still not something that I really enjoy when you're trying to, you know, play like you said a platformer, play certain games. So having having that tr- controller being able to, you know, most people already have a controller that has it, so it makes it super. Super convenient just to be able to connect that that Xbox controller to your phone and jump in and do some cloud gaming. So yeah, that's a, that's a game changer as far as I'm concerned. So I'll definitely be jumping in and and trying out some more uh, cloud gaming. Yeah, sounds good. I don't know. Um, I saw I did get a party invite while I was playing one time, so I don't know how the parties and stuff will work. Maybe we might could play multiplayer games on there too. We'll have to test that out and see how that works. But yeah, um, the game we talked about earlier was Superland. And this is a 3D first-person open-world action platformer puzzler Metroidvania. I know that is a mouthful, but this game is a ton of stuff like crammed into one. And for the most part, I think a lot of it works. And so, like, you start out the game, and you're in this, you're this tiny little red guy. 
like this little kid puts you down in a literal sandbox. So you're like this kid's toy. And so it's kind of making a play on those, you know, open world sandbox games when you're actually in a literal sandbox. So yeah, what the, you're just this little toy and you like get up and you walk out of your house and uh, your kingdom is all worried about something because you're not, they're worried about the water. They're not getting water from this pipe that, comes into their village so they make you go and like check out and see what's going on and you find out that your village is full of all these little red they kind of look like play-doh or maybe like jelly kind of um little characters they're shaped like a they're like a stick figure almost and so all your people in your village are red and then you go and look for the water and see what's wrong while you're not getting any water and then you see it's these blue people that are like messing with the water and like not letting y'all get water. So you find out pretty quick that the reds and blues hate each other for some reason. You don't know why they do, but they just hate each other. So you're told to go find out why the blue people are keeping you from water. And that's just kind of how the adventure begins. And so from there, that's, you got a little story to follow that kind of like, gets you going further and further into the game, like just presses you along. It's nothing just crazy, but it is, it's pretty good. Um, it's good for what it's trying to do, but, and then you immediately jump into the gameplay. And so at first it's pretty bare bones. You're just running around and I think you can jump, you find a sword pretty quick. So almost instantly you can jump and attack and that's pretty much it. You like press buttons and stuff. But as you go along, you like find out, you get these more abilities and stuff so that you're able to get places that you couldn't before. Like that's the Metroidvania part of it. It's like getting more abilities so that you can go on to the next section that you weren't able to get to before. But the main part of this game to me seems like it's the puzzles are more important than anything. Like, like I said, it's like a mixed match of all kind of gameplay stuff, but the puzzles seem to be the what I spent the most time was like trying to figure out the puzzles, and most of them, none of them really felt unfair. Like there've been some puzzle games I've played before where I just got frustrated, and then I, like I would accidentally figure out the solution, and then be like, "How in the world? Like that's kind of stupid. Like there's no reason you would figure that out." But with this one, it I don't think I ever ran into a puzzle like that. I pretty much figured them out, even though like it took me a long time on some of them. Like I was finally able to see, Oh, that's what it's wanting you to do. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah, there's also some platforming is a pretty big part of the game. And so, like I said, like you get more abilities so that you can go to more, more places and you, you can do this through like a, number of things like there's also not just abilities but tools that you get to help you platform so like one one thing that's important right off the bat is you can't jump super high especially right at the beginning of the game but you get this little box you can put right up under you to like boost you up just a little bit so you can jump up on a ledge and so like this this box ability you get it almost at the very beginning of the game and you will use this box in so many different ways, like all throughout the game until the very end. So it's really cool how like they introduce these abilities and tools early in the game. 
but you can continue to find new uses for them as you go and um, increase your abilities and just how you can use them. You figure out, okay, that there's other uses for this, not just a simple put a box on a button kind of thing. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how most platformers that I end up really enjoying or something they kind of they kind of follow that that same gameplay scheme where you get these abilities and then at first the abilities are really simple and you see exactly how you're supposed to use them to get you know to to fix you know figure out the puzzle or complete the task but as the game goes on you have to use your abilities in a lot more complex ways to actually do the puzzle or complete the level so I I like it how they kind of progress through those abilities throughout the throughout the gameplay and each through each level I, I like how a lot of those platformers and, and stuff handle games like that. So I, I, I enjoy that, that I would, I would enjoy that side of it. Yeah. And I, like I said, last week i mentioned that I was playing this game and uh, I, th- I said at that point, like it looked like a game that was made very simply and like it wasn't a ton to it, but the further and further, like it does, like it really looks like a simple game, but the further I got into it, you could see the complexity of the game and just that the guy that made this game, um, he did a really good job at really developing what he was doing and like mixing these abilities together to create something that is pretty unique. Um, even though it's like grabbing from here and there to make like a mix match of all this stuff and make this game, like all of it together was pretty unique. So there's like some other items too, like a grapple, kind of like an energy grapple, a magnet that anything metal you can like attract to and like um, make yourself float up a metal bar and then um, like some other some other items later in the game that kind of like really change things I'll let you discover that if um, while you're playing and then like with abilities you can you find different abilities in all kind of different ways and then you can get like a double jump and just be able to get more places and so you also get a gun at one point in the game and this like the gun is super weak and kind of just like, okay, it's a little nice gun that you just think, okay, it's just going to be this gun that I can use to shoot enemies, but, and solve some simple puzzles. But the further you go, like the gun gets more abilities too, that you're able to use in different ways. And so I found that, I found that pretty fun that uh, just about everything in the game ended up like, being better than when I first found it. Um, then you can, like another thing that's pretty big in the game is like the collectibles. And so this game is not like a collectathon, like Banjo Kazooie or anything, but there's these chests that are scattered throughout the, the world that uh, they have a lot of those abilities I was talking about hidden in them. And so these are pretty fun to look for, pretty hard to find a lot of times too. Like they are, hidden really well and they're like there's little nooks and crannies that you would never think of looking that like they're tucked in that uh you just there's an item you can find later on in the game that can kind of help you find those that are just almost impossible but but yeah those are really fun to look for and it, it really encourages you to just look at every single little place of the map trying to find these games and like I said last week when I was talking about it, it makes you feel like you're breaking the game and getting to a place that you're not supposed to be. And so I think any game that makes you feel like you're like um, overcoming like the game's limits themselves is um, that's a that's a good thing in my book. 
to make me feel like I'm, I'm better than the game. But then I go (laughs) and I see that there's something hidden there that the, they expected me to find. So that, that's pretty cool. And so these abilities you find in the chest, there's, there's a ton of them. Like there's like 170 at least chest in the game. And so sometimes they can have ability that's like plus one damage. And it's funny, like anytime you get an ability, you pick them up as these little coins. And so it'll say like the name of the ability and then it'll have like a description of it. But uh, you find those like plus one damage and then the, the description will be like plus one damage. That has to be the worst upgrade in the world. <laughs> so it's just like a little funny things that are added in there like that too. But then sometimes and with these abilities, like it can completely change how you play the game from that point on. So like they're all, they're worth, you'll run into those kind of almost worthless chests every now and then, but sometimes you'll, you'll find one that does, does a whole lot for you. So they're worth looking for. Um, some other things are dead heroes and these are pretty funny, which it sounds kind of weird to say that dead heroes are funny, but it's like little guys that look like you that are just lying on the ground with like X's for eyes, but they're, I won't say what any of them are because they're like pop culture little guys that are sitting on the ground that are, they're dead. And then you can walk up to them. And if you like press X, like their hat will come off or, their hair will come off and they'll be like, it was actually just a wig. And so you can, you can wear those things that you find. And they, those guys are hidden pretty well for the most part. I think there's 12 of them and I found 10. And so there's, there's a couple of them. And as far as I know, there's, I haven't found anything to make finding those guys easier. So I just had to, I've just come across those from exploring around. Um, but yeah, those those are really every one of them I found kind of made me laugh. And like they're pop culture, but there's some also some stuff that's like if you play video games and stuff like that, like they're really gonna mean something to you. So like I think out of all the ones I found, maybe like one or two I knew what they were, but I was just like, ah, um, I don't care too much about that. But most of them were something I kinda cared about and were meaningful. And then uh, I guess the only other thing that's a bunch of in the game is these enemy spawn points and just eventually like you can get an achievement if you destroy all those. And so that's one thing I'm doing right now is I think there's four left for me in the entire game. So I'm just like uh, looking everywhere for these last four. (laughs) I have no idea where they are. So hopefully I'll run into those later. Yeah, going back to uh, talking about the dead heroes, that's one thing that, that I got to give to indie games. Uh, I, I like a lot of indie games. Not as I probably don't play as many. I definitely don't play as many and enjoy as many as you do. But indie games always do a really good job, better than like even most big, you know, big um, companies that they create games. Adding humor to games, they they're really good at adding adding humor into games uh, when they try to. Um, so I, I could see how they they made those. They can make that super funny when they. Uh, add those aspects into it because they're they're normally really good at, at hitting hitting the humor just right on some of these games so yeah it's like this game i might have said it but it was pretty much made by one guy like if you look through the credits it's this one guy's name and it's like a list of like eight different things that he was in charge of and then there was a couple other people that did things like a 3d modeling and stuff like that or textures and most of the other people that were listed in the credits were like 
people that did the translations for different places. I think this is a Swedish game because in the credits, like there's no voice acting, but at the end, like this super hype Swedish sounding song comes on and like, um, I don't know. It was out of nowhere. I was not expecting it, but it was <laughs> quite fun. Um, and so, yeah, it, those those things like when one person is really the head of the game, like I think a lot of that stuff probably gets like taken out by people like quality control at some point with like triple A games. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that's that's dumb. And then you end up like having people like hi- have to hide stuff like really deep into games. But if one dude's making it himself, he can like he can do whatever he wants. And it usually it usually hits for me. But then um, you kind of go into combat is another aspect of the game. It's not too much to that because you have a sword and a gun. and It's pretty easy, but I did get killed. I think my death counter was like 17, something like that. But probably more than half of those for me, like accidentally jumping into lava or something. <laughs> yeah. So more so than combat. And pretty early, too. There was... Um, you, you're kind of... a uh, like a straw man at the beginning of the game, you can, you can get killed pretty easy. And so even, even now that I'm pretty upgraded, I I can still, if I don't, if I just sit there for a second and not paying attention, I can die pretty easy still. But yeah, there's a, there's like six or seven different types of enemies that are, uh, they're pretty similar. Some of them are ranged. Some of them are close attack and stuff like that. But then there's also a couple, there's a few boss fights in the game that um, they're definitely tougher, but they're also like the bosses are not just a straight up fight, but have that puzzle aspect going along with them too. Um, But yeah, I played the game for quite some time. It says on my in-game counter that I'm at 20, almost 21 hours. I was a little surprised by that, but I I think I was so tired with having the baby here that I was playing at nighttime and wasn't realizing how much <laughs> I was playing with him just sitting on my lap. So that's probably where a lot of that time is spent. And during those 21 hours, I got 50 of the 59 achievements for a gamer score of 17 out of 1,000. So I looked at, you know, most of the time I talk about not looking at achievements and just kind of coming across them naturally. For the most part, that's what I did. I think I did look at look at the achievement list on this game, and I got like when I'm I went out of my way to get like three of those achievements. I think after um, after I beat the game, just went and looked at what some of them were. And so, how uh, how close are you to, to being at a hundred percent on this game? Uh, you got um, I know you were pretty close on the achievements. I figured you had to be had to be getting pretty close to getting a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty dang close. I think I'm like 92, 93%. Um, let's see. Like I said, I have like four grave markers left to, or four enemy spawn points to destroy out of like over 200 and like six chests to find left. And then maybe like two of those heroes. There's also this other item that I found in the chest quite a number of times, and I have no idea what it does. So, like, the achievement says something about what it might do, um, but I, for the life of me, I can't find where I'm supposed to use these things. So, 
that's probably what's keeping me playing the most is just like Trying what the heck are these <laughs> yeah um and at this point i do want to just i don't i'm not necessarily a completionist like i've said before but there's sometimes like a game hooks me and I still, even at 21 hours in, I'm not tired of this game. So I, I could see, like, if I have, like, one or two chests left that I that I can't find. Like, I know where one chest is, but I don't know how to get to it. So, like, if I'm, like, left with that one single chest and I can't figure out how to get to it, like, uh, I would probably end up looking it up and then be disappointed with myself. <laughs> beat it anyway and then just be sad. But, oh, well. But yeah, I, I'm I'm still having fun with it, even though I've played it a good bit. Yeah, so 21 hours to to be that close to you know being completed with the game that's really not that bad at all. Um, for a game that you that you really enjoy, so the, just kind of give us a give us your final thoughts on what you what you feel on the game, what you feel about the game. So yeah, I would definitely give this one a play. It's one I've had downloaded for months before I played it, and I'm glad I finally actually started playing it. It, uh, it hooked me really fast, and I think since I started playing this game, um, I think I've played one game of Apex, and that has been the only other game I've played besides this one. So it, it hooked me until I got to the end, and I'm still playing it right now. And so, like I said, the, I'm super impressed that this was done by mainly one guy. Like, um, there, There's other indie games a lot of indie games are done by really small teams and um, like Stardew Valley is another indie game done by one guy that uh, is probably the only other indie game I've spent more time in. Well, take that back. Minecraft used to be an indie game. It's not anymore, but it was also made by one guy at first. So, but yeah, I'm super impressed by by how uh, polished it is. Like there's, there's a few times like when I was working on getting like those areas that I thought you weren't supposed to get into. There's a couple times I got close to areas I w- was not supposed to get into and kind of saw some clipping and stuff. But for the most part, like the game is really well polished. And um, even though it's not much of a story, like what little story was there was enjoyable. And um, but yeah, like I even this far into the game, I want to keep playing. So that that to me is a really good um really good um, way for me to tell if I like a game is if I've played it for a lot and gotten close to the end, I'm still having fun. And that's what I'm doing with this game. Yeah. You've definitely, you've definitely talked it up because it's kind of got me intrigued with it. Cause it sounds similar to a lot of the, the platformer games or the indie games that I've played that I've really enjoyed. So it'll definitely be one that I'll probably have to download and, and give a shot to because you, you made it sound, you made it sound pretty, pretty, intriguing so I'll, I'll be downloading that one and trying it out before too long i'm sure yeah i hope so i enjoyed it i guess you haven't uh, i guess you haven't played anything else really besides that have you yeah that, that's it for me um I, I downloaded some of the games that came out last week but i haven't had a chance to play them yet and so i don't know i might play i definitely want to play superland a little bit more but uh, i do want to get into those new games too so We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I'll I'll have played some of those by the time we get in here next week. Actually, I need to get back and play some of the like the Wild at Heart. Like that's a game I was really liking. Yeah. And um, I just uh, I got to get back to that one. I'm I'm swamped. <laughs> yeah. So this this week for me, I've got so many of them downloaded that 
I've been wanting to jump into for like three weeks now. And every time I would jump into one, I just, I would get out of it and not really take time and, and jump into it fully. But this past week has been apex heavy for me because they brought back two of the original maps, you know, from, from the, from the start, from the OG time. So I've been playing a lot of apex, um, this week. I think there's another week left, maybe 10 days left. I'm not really sure how much time left. there's a little bit of time left on that. So I'll probably spend a little more time doing that, but there's some of these, some of these games that have come out within the last few weeks that I'm really looking, really looking forward to getting into. I just got to, uh, jump in and, and get going on them because I'm 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 sure I will have a, a bunch of them that I really enjoy once I get going. So I'm looking forward to jumping into jumping into some of those uh, in the next week or so. But yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the breakdown today. Like I said, that'll be one that I'll be I'll be downloading uh, for sure. If you uh, if you if you played this game, if you enjoy this game, or if you download this game because you listen to the podcast, make sure and let us know. You can follow us on all of our socials at Play or Pass Pod. That's at Twitter. Twitch and Instagram player pass pod. Uh, you can DM us there, contact us, uh, let us know how you, how you like the, how you like the podcast and how you think it's going so far. And yeah, just, um, you could also leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast and just let somebody else know that might enjoy the podcast as well. And then, um, last thing is if you have any indie games that you want to hear, hear us talk about that, hopefully we can get to by the end of the month. Just um, let us know about what game you want to hear on our socials, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get to that and let y'all know what we think about those. But um, enjoy the week, and hopefully we will see you back here next week. That's it. We'll see y'all.